0: Welcome to the JVB Health and Wellness Podcast. On this episode, we talk to a couple people that I've coached in the past that have had incredible success following the program, exercising, moving, sleeping, eating well, keeping stress and anxiety down, managing time and planning, and probably most importantly, prioritizing health is one of the things that gets attention most days, which enables people to be healthy And both of these people uh, over time had success and then other things come up in life, like happens to all of us, and they kind of fell off. And um, one of the people, both of them I coached probably five, six years ago. And we have a conversation about what happened, uh, how they fell off, what the results of them falling off were and what they've been doing to get back at it and make some commitments to be healthier. We also talk about a number of things related to that and a discussion about streaks, briefly, and a discussion about weather gear. Enjoy. So how you doing? I'm good, I'm doing well. Good. Somebody else just joined. Who was that that just joined on the iPhone? Brenda. Hey, Brenda, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good to hear your voice so it's it's interesting both both of you guys have a similar story <laughs> the call Brenda, say hi to Spencer.
1: Hi, Spencer. Hey, Brenda. Good. How are you? Good, thank you.
0: So um, Spence, let's start with you. So you and I known each other a long time now, and um,
2: yeah.
0: you had some tragedies happen in your life, and you um and I worked together, training for various things, trying to just be healthy. This was, how long ago was that? Five years ago now? Uh, Almost six. Six years ago, that is crazy. I can't believe that was six years ago. And how old are you now? 30. 30 years old, wow. Oh, to be 30 again and know what I know, my God. Right, Brenda? Yeah, Uh, exactly. Okay, so um, look, Spencer. You and I, have, Spencer. You and I have been kind of emailing, texting for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you have started some endeavors that have kept you very busy, and you know, would love to just talk to you about kind of where you're at with your health, where, you know your your ups and downs that every one of us go through, and uh, go from there. Yeah, yeah. Happy to. Um, where do you want me to start? Just from the beginning. Start from the <laughs> beginning. It's up to you if you're not comfortable, but if you're comfortable, I, I think it's a fascinating
3: story. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm happy to. So I, I grew up in, I grew up actually where you are.
0: Uh, right down the street from where I am. I'm San looking Juan at the beach you used to go to right now.
3: Exactly. That's where I learned uh, the first place I ever surfed. Not that I'm a good surfer, but. Uh,
0: San Juan Capistrano, is that where it was?
3: Uh, Doheny, right, right, right where you are. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Your
0: house is in San Juan? Yeah.
3: Um, so grew up there, um, you know, until, until college, you know, very active growing up, played a bunch of different sports, um, and went to St. Margaret's. Yeah, yeah. That's right. There's an
0: SMA out here. It's also confusing or an oh, yeah. SM, uh, you know, Santa Margarita. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, played, ended up playing golf in college. So I was, I was a division one college athlete, but I was, I was a golfer, so Say what you will. Um, handicap.
0: What was your handicap?
3: Um, I was I was a little bit better than scratch in, in college, and wow. uh, I mean that's that's all I did. Um, so that was a, an awesome experience. Um, after college, moved to New York, um, did kind of the the finance path. Yeah, I worked at an investment bank and did that for a few years, and you know, late nights, eating you know, crappy food. Poor habits. Um, you know, I was, uh, I did that for, for actually for several years. Um, and then, you know, I guess really like four years after graduating college, um, my fiance at the time had been um, battling uh, breast cancer. She was diagnosed when we were in college and had, got, you know, gone back and forth in terms of um, treatments and. Um, un- unfortunately in 2015 passed away um, from breast cancer and I was 25, yeah, 24, 25 years <laughs> old um, and, and that's when was, we
0: got introduced to
3: each other that's when we got introduced to each other so Jim and I worked, you know we didn't overlap but we knew a lot of the same people from, from uh, where we worked originally um, worked in the same place and so got connected because I was <laughs> at that point in time you know, trying to find you know find things to hold on to that could keep you know a 25 year old sane and you know uh working in a positive direction than you know than a negative direction in terms of what you know i was experiencing and with my family and uh and you know found gym um made health and wellness a huge priority in my life um almost militantly um, because it was you know it was really all i had to to hold on to for a period of time
0: um, hey, look and there are a lot of people brenda's one of them i'm one of them that <laughs> when when we take things on in life we kind of <laughs> take it on full steam right and totally. there are some people that can take things on full steam and there are some people that can kind of you know not take it on full stream and be a little bit more moderate and then you have some people that don't take anything on right so you have this full yeah. spectrum
3: i was coming from a place where um i was not doing anything um you know, from a health and wellness standpoint, that was uh, contributing to my health and wellness in a positive way. Um, and so, in order for me, you know, both mentally and physically to get where I wanted to be, like had to take had to take extreme measures. And in, in my in my from my perspective, um, so I you know I work I've I've known Jim for a long time at this point. We've worked together. We've you know we've worked out together. We've worked together. Um, you know, I, I got into a lot of, you know, a lot of distance and endurance type of sports, uh, done several half Ironmans, marathons. Uh, I ran an ultra um, relay race, all those ta- countless Olympics, I feel like, at, over the course of six years. And then, you know, over time, you start to kind of lose the, you start to lose the muscle a little bit. And I, you know, I started, you know, I, I, um, you know, I, I definitely feel like over the last at least three or four years, um, you know, my focus has changed, like the, you know, the the pillars upon which I was building my fitness and wellness and health on um, sort of pivoted a little bit. And that was simultaneous with, um, you know, new work endeavors and um, a new relationship and, and, you know, other things became more important. And as a result, sort of like. Deprioritized a lot of the things I was doing um, for for a number of years, and
0: right, uh, and, and we see this all the time. All of us on this call, and hey, Emilio, all of us on this call have had that deprioritization happen, right? I, you know, uh, my, you know, I've been doing these podcasts and. The fourth podcast I recorded is called Prioritize Your Health. And it should have been my first podcast. And right, what it talks about is when I started coaching people, I used to think that, you know, if somebody really wanted to be healthy, I could recommend some workouts. I could give them some advice on food. We could talk about sleep. We could talk about these things, right? And people just do it, right? But people don't do it. And, and I examined why they don't do it or why they go up and down or why they fall off. And it comes down exactly what you said, Spencer. You said, you know, it kind of fell down your list of priorities, basically. And that happens for all of us, right? And the lifelong quest is to how can we incorporate and prioritize our health just enough on our list so it does get some attention every day instead of falling down. And you had a great quote when we were texting about this a few months ago. And you said something like, I'm sacrificing tomorrow for today. Talk about what you meant by that.
3: Remind me of the context we were speaking of so I can make sure I hit it.
0: You were incredibly busy. You have started your own company. You are, uh, you have a, you're an entrepreneur, and you have yourself on the line every day for what you're doing with your own money invested and your own career invested. It's not like you're working for a cushy job anymore, and you're getting paid. And you know, you said, um, "I, was, I, I sacrifice yeah. tomorrow for today."
3: Thank you. That job, that jog. Now I remember the conversation we were having. Um, yeah, no, I, I think like, you know, whether it's work or something with your family or, um, you know, other relationships, like there's an element of self-sacrifice that I felt like had to take place in order for me to accomplish what I what I was setting out to accomplish, because there is, you know, whether you're starting a business or you're in a new relationship, there is sort of like a an inherent um recalibration of of your priorities that just naturally takes effect and i felt like you know for for me personally like um you know i I think jim you talk a lot about this it's like you know when you see someone that is isn't willing or isn't ready to commit to like health goals it's because it's it typically comes down to like well you're not prioritizing it but you're also not really like scheduling it Um, you're not you don't have a routine in that sense and from my perspective, you know, when I was into a new relationship and getting married and starting a new business, like I wasn't willing to put it on that list. Like I right. wasn't willing to let I wasn't willing to like even let it be one, two, or three. It was work, my marriage, and my family. And and that was sort of it.
0: Now and, let me ask you a question. Even when we've all been there, I've been there, right? right even though maybe it wasn't in those things that you could have enough time in a 24 hour day to pay attention to, was it always on your mind? Because, (laughs) right. because Sometimes it's always on your mind, like Willie Nelson, but sometimes it's not like sometimes when we're young and even when we're older and we get into a relationship and we have a new job and we're, it's exciting. We're doing different things. We don't even think about it. Right. But then you have the others that no matter what, it's on their mind all the time, they just never get there and it kind of gnaws at them.
3: What? Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like when you when you've, um, when you've committed yourself to, to certain health and wellness goals over the course of your life, like that um, imprint is always kind of on your, on your mind. Like you, you never lose that schematic about like, how do I find my way back to that? Cause you've done okay. it before. Um, so I've always felt like that. I've always felt like, you know, I can find my way back. Um, and it's, you know, as, as a result, it's like always been Um, it's always been on my mind and you know what it feels like when you're doing things the way you want to, or the way that you feel you should in order to, to, to lead a healthful life. Um, and so when you're not doing those things, you know, it, um, and and for me, at least personally, like I, I just, am a. and you you know, for those on this call that are listening, like I, I just, you know, Jim and I have been talking a lot recently because I feel like I'm finding my way back. Um. There's a there's a very like obvious moment where, um, you know you you have to you have to decide when you're gonna like recommit to that journey. And I feel like um, once you have felt like for me at least, I'm I just I'm a much more productive uh, and like better person when I'm like also taking care of myself. <laughs> um, Which is true for everybody. Uh, yeah, and um, I think like in a short-sighted way. You know i had to do what i needed to do at the outset of committing myself to whether you know for me starting a role as an entrepreneur um but now i feel myself kind of gravitating toward back towards um a better balance which you know i hope i never lose like the second i lose that like that you know twinkle um of how do i find my way back then i know i've, I've lost it um but i do i do feel like i'm you know I, I, I do feel like you need to, once you've felt that, you know, sensation before of like hitting a routine and committing to personal health goals, it's really hard to like ever forget that.
0: Yeah. Um, now, it, now you made a comment about something precipitating something, right? So for a while, I'd say it's probably for a year, we've kind of been texting and sometimes you'll say to me, Hey, I need to get healthier. I need to focus on it, but I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'd hear that. I'd hear that. Uh, every now and again you're not the yeah. only one I hear it from I hear it from probably okay. h- hundreds of people you know what I mean over time right but then you had something that you said precipitated to you to now say look I have to do something now what was that talk about it
3: yeah I um <laughs> it's kind of funny so my you know Olivia my wife is a is a cer sur- is a OBGYN and a surgeon at NYU and a big perk as being a partner of someone at NYU is now I'm part of their healthcare system. And, you know, you've got a million doctors to choose from and, you know, it's a, it's a nice little perk. Um, and so as a result, I've been like lining up doctor's appointments that had have gone on, uh, you know,
0: unscheduled for the course of, of a year. Um, Was that fear of being in the hospital or just you're too busy and just didn't prioritize it?
3: Uh, well for, for, you know, for several months here in the city, it was hard to get any time with a doctor, um, right. for the last year, um, a specialist specifically. So, um, yeah, so I, I ended up, you know, scheduling time with, with an intern with an internal medicine doctor. Um, I, you know, for others listening, you know, Jim knows as well, um, like family history wise, you know, history of heart conditions, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, heart disease. Um, sort of permeates permeates through my, through my family history pretty severely, um, and so I, you know I went and got a bunch of tests done, and, and you know I, I got my results back, and you know the 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 results specifically as it relates to like cholesterol and 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 blood pressure and and whatnot were sort of like off the charts for me in terms of you know the shock factor. And I think uh, my wife seeing it too, as a doctor was like, oh my, oh my goodness, <laughs> she had no idea. Um, so yeah, so that's, you know, that's been a huge, just just having that data and getting a benchmark um, when something's like staring you in the face like that, um, you know, in such like a cold fashion, like it's not, it's not arbitrary at that point. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's factual. Um, I think that was like a huge Wake up call for me. Um, well, it was a surprise for you to have really bad blood work. Um, it wasn't like shocking because, like, I don't think I've I, I haven't been like taking care of myself particularly well over the last year. Like, I assume many people haven't
0: um, been for for but, sure. But, so it's uh, like the freshman fifteen plus fifteen for a lot of people. But it was it was it
3: was definitely like, um, it was definitely. like pretty shocking to see the number yeah the numbers were not um in in a zip code i was comfortable with Uh so so so, yeah so that's that's been like a huge um you know looming presence in in my mind at least to uh to get back you know what
0: what did did your family say to you you're very very close with your family I, i admire your family what did your family say to you what did your wife say to you
3: Um, my family, I mean, everyone's, everyone would obviously be concerned. Um, I think for them, um, you know, they, they're supportive. Like they, they, they know where I, what I've done before, you know, like my commitment to health and and fitness and and wellness, and they know I can get back there. So it's, there's, it's not like a, a far stretch. Um, I think, you know, they all, they all want to see me be healthy and succeed and, you know, I'm. Thirty years old, and and I, I don't think I'm overweight, but you know I've got the I've got like the cholesterol and blood pressure of someone who's like you know severely uh, overweight and out of shape, and you know it's a, a far stretch from where I used to be. So it's it's a, it's a little shocking.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that the family's supportive, and what the, the most important thing for you is going to be. Um, to find that balance so that it is something that you can make changes and incorporate the health into your life, but maintain it. Right. And, and it doesn't have to be every day, but it's gotta be most days. Brenda on the call here, Brenda went through something similar where she gained, I don't know, 50 pounds from where we worked together years ago And she got to a point where she was barely moving. Brenda, I hope you don't mind. This is we've talked about this before. But, you know, she got to a point where when she started and I've seen her be a superstar with with, you know, she uses my app and the accountability and the movement and everything else. And I've seen her be one of the strongest people I've ever coached before. And when she started moving again, her legs got so sore. It was like she ran a 50 mile race. She could barely walk, her legs were shaking. Brenda, if you remember, we talked about I wouldn't go in the bathtub right now because I'm afraid you're gonna fall down in the bathtub. And if your legs are wobbling as much as you're telling me and they're spasming, all the stuff that happens when we don't use our body, right? We were talking about her cruising around her house. Do not walk without holding onto the wall in case you might fall down. I mean, and now Brenda, you don't have any of that, correct? You're 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 like unbelievably good at moving. Mute. Okay. There you go.
1: Yes. So
0: how do you respond to what I just said?
1: Um, Definitely uh, getting up and moving and uh, exercising. I mean, I went from barely doing 20,000, 2000 steps a day to some days, 25,000 steps. And at the end of it all, I, I feel great. I mean, I've got more energy, I've lost 23.6 pounds. Um, I still have a far way to go, but um, my daughter who, you know, you coach, I don't know how long you've coached Brooke, my son-in-law, but I think it's been several, several years. 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 uh, Have commented the other day about my attitude, which is very interesting that I seem to have more spark and more excitement For everything that I've been participating in. Um, And I actually got out and played basketball with my grandson, who's who's eight years old and shooting hoops. And um, so I wasn't a couch potato this visit. And I'm I'm feeling better than I have. For at least a year. So yeah, and you're, and
0: you are 70 years old. So, yep. I mean, that is amazing. She did a six hour drive from Southern California to Northern California, and she would stop every now and again, uh, and just move a little bit, you know, cause like for me, if I drive six hours, if I don't stop, like for me, pretty much every hour, I feel like I'm a hundred years old and, and then I get hurt as a runner. Right. So I, she was doing it. It's great. And Spencer, I just make the point, uh, because, you know, many people go through this and, sure. She's 70 years old and retired, although you're the busiest 70-year-old person I know with all the stuff you got going on, uh, Brenda. But, um, you know, you still make sure that no matter what, you prioritize those things. You know what I mean? I I think that's spectacular.
1: You you have – I mean, I have to because I've always had a weight issue and a weight problem. And growing up, I never looked at the way I ate in order to be healthy – I always looked at how I looked, how, you know, I wanted to be a size seven. I wanted to be a size nine, but I never thought about what I'm putting into my body and how unhealthy I was, even at a good weight, because like you say, under the hood, I've got, I've, Spencer, I've got better blood work than you do. And, and I'm, I'm 70 years, I'm 70 years old. Um, but I think now, that's a
0: challenge, Spencer. Um,
1: (laughs) but now my, yeah, now my, now my concern is eating healthy to have a healthy lifestyle. Um, I'm really concerned about my health, about having a heart attack, which I should have been years ago, but, um, yeah, but, but now, now with the help of Jim, I'm doing it.
0: Yeah. Well, and we've and talked a lot that. about mindset. One more thing, Spence. Um, we've, we've talked a lot about mindset, Brenda, and there have been times where it's like, well, why don't you sustain this? Why do you go up and down over the years? Why do you go from crushing these things and being somebody, I want to be one of my coaches to like going to a place where you sit around other than COVID, you know, sit around and do jigsaw puzzles all day long and move a thousand, 2000 steps a day. Like, and how do you find that, you know, period where you can keep it going. And for you, a lot of it was mindset and approaching things like you might have hated to eat healthier, you might have hated to exercise, right? And so you, you've got to say, well, look, this is something I have to do now. Because when that happened to you, and you were, your legs are twitching, and we were worried about you falling down, you and I had a conversation about this, you only get so many more chances with your body to do that, right? At 70 right. years old, right? So you don't want to mess right. it up. So you, if you keep yourself healthy, and you just do something most days, and you take care of yourself across the different pillars, you'll thrive, right?
1: Exactly. And that's exactly how I look at it. I do a lot of talking to myself, even the days that I don't want to go to the park and I don't want to walk, I don't want to exercise. I just say, this is what I need to do to be healthy. This is what I need to do to live a longer life so that I can be with my family and my grandkids. And so that that's become my priority.
0: Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I think the talking to yourself is key. I, I watch this show on Apple TV called Mythic, Mythic Quest. If anybody has Apple TV, I recommend that show. It is a great show. And there was an episode I just watched the other day where this guy was like, come on, do it. Come on, you loser. Go do it. He's like kind of hitting himself <laughs> in the head. You know I mean, the self-talk I think is very important and uh, the way that I deal with it is I set these like must have goals every day and I don't, I don't give up on them. So for me, must haves are, I am going to move every day. I'm going to, I usually get up and start my day with a walk. And if I can get outside, they say the health benefits uh, of that are spectacular. Even if it's June gloom in California or wherever you are, you get a little sun It's spectacular. I make sure I get exercise every day. And I try and get a certain number of fibrous plants into my body every day. So if I'm going to eat like crap, where for me that these days, that might be like going to veggie grill and getting a beyond burger, double burger, fries, dessert, all this stuff. Right like I'll have something else in the day that has a lot of fiber, oatmeal plus five plus four, or I'll have my favorite bowl, which has got lots of greens and avocado and potatoes and sweet potatoes. So, so I will always try and have some portion of my day healthy in some pillar. Um, So that's kind of my mindset. Spencer, you were going to talk. I'm sorry.
3: No, 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 no. I'll get it. It was, it was, it was a while back.
0: Yeah. Well, we were talking about, um, you know, what you came across in terms of your, high blood work. And look, it's, it's very reversible. Yeah, I, I,
3: my, my wife, you know, it's funny. Cause like I can, you know, probably a lot like other people who have done long distance races and, you know, I can still go out and, and, and I feel like I can bang out, you know, a half marathon or, or, you know, but not easily. Um, it's really, you know, like, I, I feel like my, my, my wife says this to me, she's like, you're going to be the 35 year old guy who's like, "Quote unquote healthy" and has a heart attack while he's running a marathon, and you know, and mm. dies. Um, you know that that like that's what that's what like terrifies me, and and I feel like I'm now, you know, Jim, we've known each other for a while, and you know, through mo- you know my all, kind, all kinds word of
0: stuff, your it. career,
3: yeah, yeah. We've, a lot of stuff, yeah, yeah, and so, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm now at that inflection point where you know I'm married and I'm going to start to have a family, and like you know, it's like these are real there's real consequences to, you know, to, to what I decide to do from a lifestyle standpoint. Um, And I'm not willing to, you know, I'm not willing to to budge on that now knowing what I know. And um, yeah, I I feel like there's a little bit of me that's sort of, you know, sort of things like, you know, the game's up, like there's no, there's no messing around anymore. Um, And yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm like pretty, I'm just sort of like generally committed to not yo-yoing. Like I feel like over yeah. the last several years, like I think I've been a little bit plagued by that because either my life has been dedicated to a race schedule and it's like, all right, you did it. You did an iron man, just chill out for the next six months. Or, you know, it, and now it's, it's almost kind of beneficial to not have anything on the calendar from a race standpoint. Um, Cause I'm, I'm, I'm actually just trying to be, healthy to be healthy not like trying to you know run as fast as i can in, a, in an Ironman.
0: training for life and you hear that from from a lot of people and you know i think it's great that uh you're trying to get back at it and like you don't have to be so hard on yourself like i set these goals right i have these ultimate goals i try and hit every day i'm good at them the medium goals i don't hit all the time and some of the lesser goals i don't care if i hit them if i hit them great yeah right yeah but but you know, um, just to be able to hit my health most days is great. Emilio, you have
2: comments? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I I think you just nailed it, Jim. I mean, for me, I always like to identify when something goes wrong and I didn't get the number, you know, blood work I wanted or the number, or just I'm feeling a certain way, or I've got something that's bothering me, right. Uh, you know, an ankle, a hip, whatever. I, I try to set really modest goals for myself that I can do every single day right and it's yeah. the whole the whole power of the streak I mean it's it's almost the a streak is
0: huge for me me,
2: like I, I feel like that's the only way I can get anything done is if I turn <laughs> into a streak so my family thinks I'm crazy because you know I have like 17 different streaks going at any time but I try to keep them easy I mean you know Jim we talked a lot about the importance of moving and you're big on you know you got to you know, even on days you're not running, you gotta make sure you're getting a certain amount of steps in and well, well, Oh, I actually days-
0: I actually want you to get a certain amount of movement in, but not very many red hours. You still haven't hooked into my app, but I want you to get six or less red hours. You know what I mean? Right.
2: No, no exactly, but which is so an I mean- hour
0: that you don't have three hundred steps.
2: That that's right. But for me, that's a big challenge. That's a, that's, that's a, really a challenge. Big challenge. So what I did is after you know, I guess it was, it was. I'm probably on. I think I'm on day sixty right now. But I basically <laughs> was like, look, I just there are days I don't move. You know, I I you know a lot of days I get twenty thousand steps, but there are days that I don't get two. You know, maybe I get two or three thousand steps. So my number one goal was, I got to get back in where I'm getting ten thousand steps a day every day. I I, I should have and I want to have more ambitious goals. Right. And Jim, we've talked about this, but right yeah. now I was like, I just need to get to 10,000 a day. So I started that and I'm on like day 60 now because I called it a streak. And now, no matter what, and it doesn't seem hard now, it did two months ago, but now it doesn't seem hard. And again, that's a pretty modest goal. How but, do you know
0: you have 60 days in a row? How do you track that? Do you have something to report?
2: You oh, do. yeah. I, that. I just do like a, no, I don't even need, like, I, I just do it on a spreadsheet. All my, yeah streaks. I do, you know, my new one that I just started was I was realizing I'm way too tight. And I was like, okay, I keep saying, Oh, I'll do a yoga class. I'll do an online yoga class. It's easy. So I'm on a two day streak <laughs> for doing 20 minutes of yoga day. And it, it feels already, but it was a wake up call doing it for the first time. Cause I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like you know, I, I am way t- too tight for how I sh- you know, should be and for how much I run and all, all the stuff I do. So anyway, the point being that I, I, I think set modest goals that you know you're going to be able to do every day and then build on them. And look, I'm probably ready to up that 10,000 step a day goal a little bit or modify it to your point, Jim, to something else that's going to be useful. Let's but hear
0: I, the other 15-ish quickly, some of your other streaks. Well, they're not- I'm happy to share some of mine.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, one of them is simply uh, a language learning app, right? It's the Duolingo. They have their own streak. Like I do that. So it's, it's, it's all over this, this spectrum. Yeah, some, what are, else? some are project based, right? Mm. Some are food checklists like that you and I have discussed before. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's, it's all over. Um, some are work related and have to do with my business and things I want to make sure I achieve, you know, every day. So the idea is to keep those and they need to be modified because you can only add so many. And then you, then I start feeling really stressed out because I'm like, okay, I've got to hit, you know, eight different streaks today and I can't do it. So they need to be prioritized. Uh, they need to be modified consistently, um, to say, you know what, this is adding more stress. So this is doing more harm than it is. That's right. To hit. And they can be moved around, right? Okay. Maybe it's an either or, you know, streak. But uh, right now, I think actively there are like seven things I feel like I have to hit um, every single day. Uh, one of them is a journaling thing. We've talked about yep. that, Jim, before. Yeah. Right. It's like I have to journal every single day, and I do that. And I've done that for years now. Yeah. I haven't missed a day. So um, again, keep it modest. Uh, keep it very targeted. You know, at the point where you're like, oh, my blood work's not up. You know what I want it to be you know, what are the things, what are the, what are the things that you can do that are going to affect that? And can you, you know, cutting out a few things, right. Can really make a dramatic difference in your, in your blood work. Right. If you can really, I, you know, again, I'm just making it up at sugar, you know, being, you being one that's really helpful. Processed
0: um, sugar, not unprocessed sugar.
2: That, that's right. That's right. 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 Well, Spencer knows, food.
0: Spencer, you know, about whole foods. I'm not, and- I'm
2: not saying don't eat fruit. I'm saying, yep. you know, but whatever it is, um, there, there are a few points here and there that you can, that you can attack. I'm always attacking yeah. the, the drinking, right? Cause I know that that's something that can, you know, I'm always saying I, I gotta, you know, I, I, try to measure what I drink, which seems crazy, but it's like, I, I, that's a, that's a place where I know I could make my health better.
0: Yeah. Spencer, what's your reaction? No, I think that's, I think
3: that's spot on. I think, uh... I, lo- I I think, you know, from, from my standpoint and something I frankly like have never been great at is the consistency element. Like, I think there's a, you know, being consistent is way more important than, you know, being, having in, intense intervals of, of commitment and then throwing it out the door. Um, and, and I, it's, it's probably a person, Jim, you're probably like tuned the way I am. It's like, it's, it's a personality thing. Um, you know, more, more than anything. Um, and so you know, that's something I'm going to strive to, to really try to hone in, which is how do you, Amelia, to your point, it's how do you create the ability to achieve consistency? So it's repeatable and not, um, you know, so extreme that it's, uh, you know, unattainable over the long-term and maybe in the short-term, you convince yourself that, uh, it works, but, the long-term it doesn't. And, yeah. I mean, for, from my standpoint, you know, my, my, really my goal right now, if I think about it is um, I'm trying to recommit myself to a lot of the lifestyle decisions I used to make um, for a really dedicated period of time, really the next 60, 90 days um, to then rebenchmark my blood work um, at the end of the summer and just observe if that make made a difference. And I and I think, you know, I think it will have a, a significant influence. Um I think I have some genetic predisposition to to a lot of the things that I'm seeing um that may or may not be controllable.
0: Um I usually you know, find that's about 20% in all the research I do and in my personal experience and coaching others, right? 80% is in our control. 20% is probably not unless you have yeah, so, really yeah, really exactly. off. So I wanna I want to see
3: mm-hmm. where we get and uh and then, you know, and then reassess, that's kind of my biggest focus right now. Um, and the way I, th- I, I'm going to try to do that gym is, you know, through, um, you know, eating, eating similarly to the way I used to when I was, especially when I was training, um, and then just committing to, you know, a daily workout and it doesn't have to be intense. Like I, you know, I see so much success in my fitness and health when I just take it easy. Like it's, totally. it's, un- it's unbelievable just within like la- the last, six, seven days of kind of really putting this into place. It's, it's, it's actually, I can, I can actually see a difference in like six or seven days, just in the way I'm feeling the way my pants fit. It's like, it's, it's sort of unbelievable.
0: Yeah. You're going to, you're going to be quick to develop The, the easy exercise is key. Like I got a little hip thing going on right now. And so, and you know, I can go and walk up down the stairs. It doesn't hurt, but it bothers me a little bit when I run and the stair workout is like so hard. I used to be a stair guy, go to the gym, do the stair climbers or the, the stairs that rotate the gauntlet. And um, and I would always be hurt and it would, it would always be kind of tired and physical and I wouldn't lose as much weight. And so the last couple of days after I've been walking stairs a bunch of days, I've been able to jog again very easy. And that is just such an enjoyable workout just to go easy. And I, my whole body just feels leaner and you know your thighs feel different. When I started doing these hard workouts four or five days, it's like, wow, like, like yeah. I'm getting negative benefit, almost not negative, but you know what I mean, right? So easy exercise yeah. cannot be overestimated. The metabolic efficiency training you did, so good. Yeah, a couple yeah, days I mean, of strength I, I a used, week. I used to feel like
3: you know, Jim, you, you know, for for about a year. I mean, every run I went on was one forty or lower, um, and then I could go out and race and just absolutely rip it. Like, well, you were in the yeah. sixes then. You were really fit. And, and you were lean. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I, I think like I'm going to probably don't want like I was I was really lean. Like I probably want to probably don't want to quite think, that. Lean. I think, yeah, I think some of that was from, frankly, like under eating um, yeah. because I didn't quite know exactly how to calibrate um, and, you know, exactly. It was it was still new to me. So when I couldn't eat something, uh, I was very extreme about not doing this don't, so I won't
0: eat. Yeah, don't be that extreme. I think when we pick yeah. labels, well, keto, veg, vegan, whatever, don't pick a label. Who cares about a label? Just pick. I'm going to eat mostly unprocessed food. I'm going to eat mostly th- things that yeah. are going to lower my cholesterol, you know.
2: But also, yeah. it, I, I think it's funny, Spencer, when you talk about the metabolic efficiency because I think it's a really hard thing to kick into gear, uh, I think, for a lot of people. Um, it was for me. But when you do and you do it right and I think you have a certain type and it sounds like it happened to you. <laughs> It it's it can be hard to like eat enough or I mean when it really works and really kicks in it kicks in really well yeah and you I, get
0: lean I, and you lose weight I,
2: I had that problem in, in you know I was training and then you know usually about like a month before a race people just start saying man what you know because you can't choose where the fat comes off right so you you can look and my wife was like what are you doing you know. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm eating everything I can at this point because at a certain point, I just went back to eating anything. But it I I just mean that when you were talking about how like calibrating it, I mean, I've always had a really hard time to actually do it. I mean, it takes me a long time to get there. But when I get there, I I don't find I can control it at all.
0: Yeah. 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 And that's when you're that's when you're dealing with five or six hours a week in the easy aerobic zone and. Spence, I don't think you're doing that quite yet, but you're just keeping everything easy. I don't know how much you're doing for time, but, you know, even if you don't get that kind I, I, of time. Yeah.
3: I mean, again, I can only say within the last week, um, you know, uh, in terms of consistency. But, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to trying to do 45 to an hour most days now um, of, you know, just 130, 140 keeping it 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 really feels so
0: good. Doesn't it? Like when I finish my runs, my easy runs, I feel like this runner's high and this like joy in all the cells in my body, they're, they're like saying, you're treating me right. You know what I mean? I love this, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I did one of the, uh, I did like a Memorial,
3: I did a Memorial day, like CrossFit workout, one of those like tribute tribute workouts. And I'm, I'm like, I feel terrible still, you know, this (laughs) two or three days later and you know, I'm, I'm still trying to like I went on a run last night in the city and it was it was a pain. Like every every step felt like my leg weighed 100 pounds just because, you know, I don't I haven't really done stuff like that recently. Um, but But yeah, been, we've uh, all been there. That's for sure. I'm looking forward to, you know, keep keep pushing it. And, you know, I think it's I'm excited to get to get back at like just more of a routine, more consistency. I feel like I, I kind of had the kind of had the wake up call. And now I, I feel like I have the right support in place to go, to go, you know, achieve these health goals and, you know, which are a little bit different than like the race goals that I used to have. Um, and it's a little less, uh, tangible, like to have more lifestyle goals than it is to have like race goals. Um, but I think To Amelia's point, it's like you just got to have streaks. You got to have, you got to try to build consistency. And I think that's where the success comes.
0: Yeah. And you know what bothers you and what doesn't go well. And so a lot of my streaks are around like things that I don't do well. And, and, and and when I have a streak of something that I avoided doing, you know, that's great. Right. So that try to have, get rid of the negative stuff and have the positive stuff. You know, I have both, both of those as part of my streaks every day. Yeah exactly
2: yeah and there is something about combining um i mean i used to do i used to train like a lunatic for these races and then just really pull it back and not maintain the baseline and then that just wasn't working for me very well so um you know now i think i do have that baseline where i keep a really modest streak going but it's but it's keeping it's keeping a baseline And then I do the crazy stuff if I'm going to train for something and amp it up for a shorter period of time. But Mm -hmm. those can those can coexist, right? You can keep your modest everyday goals, and then for like three months or six months, train and then come back to the modest goals. But I find I find that a lot easier than I do, right? Like go crazy and then bring it way, you know, bring it all all the way. Yeah, yeah.
0: A lot of the triathletes call it periodization, where they work, where they, where they. Right. Train all year long. Then they take a month off and they completely get fat and, you know, you know, and for me just having with Crohn's and been hospitalized so many times and just knowing now being 51 years old, it's better just to keep it consistent. You said it, Spencer. And if it's 15 minutes, 15 minutes is nothing for guys that have trained two, three, four hours some days, you know, 15 minutes. is like when I go out just for a 15 minute run, it's like, man, that was so awesome. I got something in and that's nothing. And I feel pretty good. You still get the runner's yep. high from that, you know? And you can still be proud of yourself. For me, it's all about being proud of yourself, you know? I'm proud of myself when I take care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what are fun. your goals then, bottom line? What are you committing to do, Spencer?
3: Me? Um, yeah, you. I uh, Honestly, like, my biggest focus right now is this 60, 90-day period for the rest of the summer. I just I, – I'm – I'm not gonna, you know, I I I am probably taking a little bit more of an aggressive approach right now, just to get myself right back on the rails, um, and then you know can perhaps ease it over time. But I, I really want to see if you know commitment to to different lifestyle choices um, can influence, you know, have have a significant influence on 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 my blood work. Like I I really want to see see if that has a, has an impact. And I think, I think it will, um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see the extent. And so I think the way, and I, I mean, in terms of a measurable goal, like I'd like to get, um, I'd like to get my cholesterol down by like, you know, at least 40%. (laughs) Um, and you know, that's, that's a hard thing to control because you're obviously not looking at it every day, but I think the way that I get there is I'm, you know, I'm, I'm committing to to eating whole food plant based again um in earnest. I'm I'm really not I'm really don't not have to be, try to...
0: don't have to be too extreme with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you want to go yeah. out and eat something else that's unprocessed, some some meat that has no pesticides, no antibiotics, that would be fine.
3: Yeah. Um so we'll see. Like I, I I've got a good little streak going now where I'm I've committed to it. I, I can't say I've been a hundred percent unprocessed, but I, I have been.
0: I know, think 70 70 or 80 yeah. percent unprocessed is is fine i think most people are like 10 to 20 percent at best many people eat nothing that's unprocessed you know um and then and then it's
3: just about you know i'm trying to get like five days a week right now of just of of, of exercise and that that you know i'm either riding the bike or i'm i'm running or i'm doing some sort of strength in there great um Yeah. You know, there was like, there was a weird period of time not, not to blame it on this, but like, I, it's, it's always hard to run when it's cold (laughs) and I always feel like I do so much better in the summer months. Um, and you know, last summer, early spring, early summer in New York, like still wasn't really that popular to go run outside. Right. Um, so I'm I'm really excited this summer where it's, you know, a little bit more socially (laughs) accessible. Um, to, to, to go out there and, and get a good run in.
0: Yeah. And look, the, the winter running, I hear that a lot. I also hear a lot about rain for me. It's all about gear and mindset, right? So if I have the right hat, the right gloves, the right, very light, like I'll call it a windbreaker, but it's a running thing. And I have some tights and I have the right socks. I don't feel any cooler when it's 20 degrees running in central park than I do when it's 70 degrees with this shorts and a t-shirt, you know, Uh, So I think a lot of that's mindset. That's good. That's a good point. And it's gear. And the the rain is the same thing. It sucks running in the rain. But like, if I can get out there and just going in the rain, you know, then I'm okay. You know, it's just first, it's the walk before the run in the rain that really sucks. So I always want people to walk 10 minutes before they run so that they minimize the chance they get hurt. But, you know, you also want to sleep seven, at least seven hours a night. You want to keep your stress and anxiety down. I'll tell you, I had some blood work last year like when I was getting my heart looked at a little bit and my, L, my cholesterol is spectacular, right? Uh, Cause I'm plant-based and I don't need any cholesterol, but my LDL was like, my doctor wants my LDL with all my heart issues to be 70 or lower. My LDL was in the nineties. And, and that was because I was eating some, pro, my LDL still fine, still sub hundred, but not where my doctor wants it. And so that's because I was eating some, some level of probably, you know, 20 to 30% kind of processed, you know, plant-based type things. And so I said, all right, I'm just going to dedicate myself to getting back to pretty much being for me, it's close to 90 or a hundred percent. Like I, you know, and I I ended up having my blood checked a week later, just because about everything I was going through with my gallbladder and my LDL went from 92 to 70 or 67 in a week just by eating, um, just unprocessed food. And, and everything I eat has no cholesterol. I don't eat any cholesterol. And I was able to move my numbers that much. That tells you how important it is to eat unprocessed food, even if it doesn't have cholesterol. And my wife always says to me, What doesn't have cholesterol? I'm fine. You know, it's not just about that. It is about the other stuff too, and trying to eat like whole foods. You know, our body's meant to eat whole foods most, most of the time. Not all the time. I mean, our body can weather everything. But, you know, I've seen some people be really good with sleep and movement and exercise, and they have tons of stress and stress creates all kinds of hormone reactions and cortisol things. And then their blood work doesn't improve to the level that they could improve it. Right. So it often means making lifestyle changes as part of this. It's not just about going out and exercising, or it's not just about doing a few of the pillars. It's really the, the whole, you know, lifestyle. Emilio, you want to add to that? I just want to ask something.
2: What, what's the uh, what, what's a healthy LDL? I'm
0: just sub 100. Most doctors will tell you sub sub 100. Okay. I, I had this one woman I coached, and she was at 141, um, and she did the met training and followed all the pillars, and she went to 70 in three months, three and a half months. And I'll never forget. She called me from her doctor. I wasn't even expecting the call, Jim. You said my, my, my numbers would go down. I thought she was going to say they didn't. And my doctor couldn't believe it. It was like the greatest reduction of his, of, my, of <laughs> LDL my doctor had ever seen. You know? That's pretty That's cool call.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I, The other thing I wanted to say, Jim, is just uh, fervently agreeing with you about the, the weather thing. Because that was a huge breakthrough for me when I was starting off running. I used to not – if it snowed, if it rained, if it was too cold, I wouldn't go. And then – I uh, I talked to someone who's like you know just go out and get some gear and I did, I got a hat, I got really good gloves, I got boots, I got everything that I could need, and then became completely and never I, you know maybe trying to think in the last five years, maybe once I didn't go because there's some really crazy thunderstorm, right? <laughs> and lightning, lightning is something you avoid. Lightning all over the place and I was worried about the, but other than that like blizzards, um freezing temperatures you know i did a really long run on central park i think it was a 32 mile run with in negative temperatures um i a few love years that ago, and that changed everything for me i mean my my water pack froze um and i couldn't you know but it really changes and a lot had to do with i wasn't feeling any like it wasn't like my hands are getting frostbitten or anything no, i had really you feel good warm. i had really good gloves and then you got to worry about the other side about overdressing but I really am a big believer because I didn't think that the gear would really offset that much and it really made a huge difference. And after time, you're like, oh yeah, I need a lighter you know, shell so that I'm not hot, but it keeps all the rain out or I need this. And yeah, it what a, what a, what a change. And it helped me change, like you said, mindset. My mindset just changed because I felt, well, I'm not feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> So what's yeah. the, what the and, no then, and, and then Great once point. your
0: mindset changes, it's like, I'm not going to let things get in my way the same way. The weather is not going to be right. something that gets in my way. In fact, I'm going to embrace it and enjoy it. So when it's 15 degrees in Central Park with a wind chill of five, I have all the gear that I know what I need because I'm experienced enough to put that gear on and go out and actually love it. You know what I mean? And just like be outside in nature when it's sunny and 15 degrees or know i have rules like uh, i always have a rule where a dry fit shirt and shorts if it's 50 or higher no matter what right unless the wind's like 20 miles an hour then maybe i'll you know but i i know exactly where i need to be for each of these things
2: you know yeah exactly
0: spencer that might have been more information that you wanted
3: no that was super helpful actually because i always i've always kind of felt like my my repertoire even even over the last six years of doing this stuff like could could be improved
0: I'm a gear guy, so it's about preparation too. Right? It's about spending the time, <laughs> right? It's about sp- spending the time to find out well what are what are the what are the good things to wear and you know what yeah experiment with things and you know it's all uh, good uh, yeah so I'm looking forward to it. Now you you started you hooked back into my app and I know you did reporting on the first day. Are you did you have you done the reporting after that or no not so much? I haven't checked.
3: I did. No, I did it. I did it the first day. I think I did the long form one. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna use it yet to the extent that some other people use it. Um, yeah. I I think like I've got oh I, like you know it takes it takes work to like get back into the into the routine and so I'm like trying not to overwhelm myself with like totally you know, doing too many things at once, um, you know, so like today was a, a grocery store visit with my wife to the store to get like the five fruits plus, you know, or what, what do we call it? The five oatmeal, plus five, oatmeal plus, five oh, plus four. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm taking baby
0: steps back. Baby back steps, to great. The, you know, um, so. There,
3: there is yeah, a quick I'll,
0: reporting option, by the way, on my app. That's five questions. It takes less than 30 seconds. And that would populate your grades if we wanted to go back and look at the grades that it spits out, got you it. know? So you yeah, could I mean, do right, that. Right
3: now, I, I I, probably will start that. Um right. Only now, do I'm it like, if you if
0: it helps you. If it doesn't help you, yeah. I'm up. Brenda's like, on the phone. It, Brenda does it multiple times a day, it helps her. Me, yeah. That's my accountability. And that's where I track some of my streaks. You know, Emilio doesn't do it. You don't, it's fine. You don't have to do it. Yeah, I I
3: check my streaks right now, like or like I'll I'll look at my info on Garmin. Um yeah. but you know, I think like I said, I think it'll be. Like I, I want to make sure I'm getting the, the basics done before I, you know, before I keep, keep doing the next, the next few things. But I, you know, I am, I am, and I know there's a lot of great stuff on there. So I do want to, I do want to explore it.
0: Yeah. Or don't, you know, do what works for you and don't do what doesn't work for you and don't spend time on things that you don't find are value added to your plight. It's about yeah. you. yeah. Brenda, it works, you know, my brother doesn't do the reporting and then then he'll show up once in a while and do some reporting and he wants to reset himself and then he stops again you know i got many people that do that whatever works yeah. um yeah i mean there's it's funny you know like
3: there's you you know this too. i'm like i i've done uh when i was training for instance like for an Ironman. man i think like i went without a watch for a while which was like wait, we call that being naked you were naked yeah like, that was like sacrilegious for training for something. And it was honestly, because I just, it was overstimulated. It was, I was just like, all I want to do is train. I know I can see, I, I, I was good enough at that point to know where my heart rate was. Generally I could tell sort of um, not exactly, but generally. So I, I, yeah, it's, it's funny how you go through those evolutions of like, this isn't working for me right now. It's never like forever. Um, right. It's such a, instant it's such an interesting like evolution of what works for you when depending on on how you're you know where you are in your in your kind of health and wellness journey um totally yeah interesting totally.
0: Emilio, anything to add?
2: no i mean i think right i i totally agree and i, I really hear you on the that every once in a while just not wanting a you know watch or not wanting to pay attention um, and i think yeah ever since i started uh doing all kind of nose breathing while running it's a lot easier to really tell when you know where your heart rate is i oftentimes when i'm wearing my watch or you know looking at it i always try to guess what it is and i'm pr- pretty on on point because you you do yeah. it and you have an idea and it is really nice every once in a while not to be <laughs> hooked up to something and just like you said, Spencer, just like, you know, just doing oh. it, right? Totally. Yeah, I, my mindset I mean, I, around
0: that is I agree. And like, I'm, on my easy runs, I'm not looking at my heart rate or watch at all. Yeah. I mean, some people, when they start with me or they start doing the MET training, they look at their watch constantly and it stresses them out, right? <laughs> we don't need that. You got to get to yeah. a point where you could do it based on feel, right? For me, my runs are all based on feel. I probably didn't look at my watch. I probably didn't know what my heart rate was my entire run today. You know what I mean? I just know it's easy. You know, might glance down and see, but you know, not yeah, focus I, on it.
3: I used, to, I used to remember, like, you know, Jim walking from 68th and 3rd, where I used to live, and then getting to the park, starting my run, and like my heart rate out the gate would be like 165. And I would be so stressed that <laughs> yep. I thought it was inaccurate that it would like ruin a run for me. Totally. Uh, Very normal.
0: So I was, you know, I, I just sort of didn't. I, I didn't want to have that feeling anymore. Um, I once told this guy coach, he's been on here and, um, I helped him qualify for Boston. And, uh, I told him, dude, your watch is probably not your heart rate may not work the entire marathon. So you, you know, you're trained and you know, we don't care about your heart rate during the race. I mean, I want it just because I want to see what it was, but like, we don't need it. You're trained do it by feel a right, like, few Jim. It's what are you talking about? You know, when you're around 20 other thousand, 30 other thousand people, and they all have these watches on, it causes yep. this disturbance and the strap off. It doesn't work for the first 10 minutes. And you got problems with the wrist-based one, his watch for the first race. I think he qualified did not work the entire run. The heart rate, not yeah. the whole way. And if you don't, get the mindset of, I'm not going to let that bother me because I know I'm still cruising here. I know I'm still on pace to qualify for Boston. Who cares about what my heart rate is? That's the mindset. You know what I mean? The training, it is important for training. If one really wants to maximize the science of their body and they they're doing six or seven hours a week in the zone and they want to go from a pace of 12 minutes a mile to seven minutes a mile or whatever it is that much, you know, then it matters. Otherwise it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah i used to i used to
0: do this i used to flip the i remember we used to talk about doing that you make yeah. it a naked run where we can actually see the data so i'm not naked since the coach wants all the data <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah that's funny anyway i don't have anything else brenda do you have anything else to add
1: no i don't
0: all right i think we're good spencer come back every once in a while tell us how you're doing i'm very excited that I'm sorry that that you had that result, and sometimes we got to be scared into doing things, and sometimes that's not a bad thing. You know, it's good that you got looked at under the hood and you realize where you're at so that you can do something about it. And just don't be so extreme. Try and find the right balance. If you pig out one day or you have excessive stress one day or you do something that's fun, it's great. You and I texted about this. Like, I wish I knew – than what i know now when i was your age because i think about like creating you know kids right and like the healthier you are the better chance you're going to have to create healthier kids and everything too those are, you mentioned it kind of earlier in this call all these are really important and i think i have very healthy kids but you know could they be healthier if i would have been a little healthier who knows right so the better yeah. you, we can do with our health at your age the better you know yeah yeah exactly i mean i'm
3: i'm i feel very fortunate to you know, obviously don't have the, the, the encyclopedic knowledge you have, Jim, but, you know, just have knowing what I know at where I am in my life now, I, I feel fortunate. Um, you know, cause I could have, could have been 10 years from now and I'm getting this blood work done and I'm like, you know, in a much more precarious spot. So, um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited and hopefully Jim, we should, we should, I should come back, um, at, at least, um, at the end of the summer and maybe do a, maybe do a recap of, of progress to see if I, if I actually improved. Or
0: not. Well, if you, if you didn't, there is a reason. And if you did, there is a reason, right? And so yeah. life's about identifying reasons of doing things that we enjoy and that we can sustain. Remember on my app, I say, did you enjoy your workout? And when people answer that, no, I've had many people with the years, no. And that tells me a lot. And my first reaction is, okay, let's reassess what we're doing here. Because this is not going to be sustainable. It's probably not sustainable no matter what, but it's certainly not sustainable if you're not enjoying what you're doing. You know, you got to find that balance. It's different for every person. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Jim. Have a good Thanks. one. Bye bye. Bye, guys. Bye bye.